Hello everyone and welcome to Autism Stories. I'm your host Doug Bletcher, the founder of Autism Personal Coach. Autistic people are the true experts of the autistic experience and Autism Stories is where we interview autistic people and others in the autism community to learn from their stories, experiences, and get their advice. If you would like to be notified about each week's episode of Autism Stories, we suggest you subscribe on your favorite podcast listening platform. We would also appreciate it if you could give us a positive rating and review as it will help others to learn about Autism Stories. The expression, we've come a long way but have a long way to go, can be applied to lots of things. One of those things certainly is awareness and acceptance of autistic adults. On this episode of Autism Stories, we, t- we talk about that with Abby Brooke and what she is doing to spread these important messages in Kenya and what the heck a camel has to do with this message. We hope you enjoyed today's conversation. Abby, thanks uh, so much for joining us today. Hi, Doug. Thank you so much for having me. It's an honor. I wanted to start out with and learn, like with so many of our guests, where does your story in the autism community begin? Sure. Uh, Well, I was diagnosed at 13 with Asperger's syndrome. Um, But, of course, due to um, my location and where I am, I... I didn't really understand anything about it until I was about 27. That's when I started um, looking online at social media and joining groups and meeting people. And that's that's where I fully started to understand what it meant and what my place in this um, being being diagnosed meant. Now, you're someone that's been born in Kenya and lives in Kenya. I've only spoken with um, one other person that's lived in Kenya, um, but they, they weren't born there. So I'm wondering, over the years, from your perspective, what type of change have you seen in the awareness and acceptance of autistic people in your country and then maybe throughout, um, you know, all of Africa? Well, uh, I was born in the 80s, so quite a while ago, and um, that was... Um there's not much awareness and understanding like then. And of course that slowly changed. Um, but what I think people do have to realize in much of the develop, developing world that we're not as, as advanced as the West. So while things are changing, you know, with the um, social media and people are more accepting it, there is some change, but... Um, not as much as I could be. So this is where the project that I'm doing, um, I hope to increase that change, uh, bring more awareness, especially more with adults. As you probably know that most of the autistic um, advancement is mostly with children. And there is, you know, people tend to think that once we reach the age of 18, we, you know... <laughs> We're, you know, we're not autistic anymore. So it's kind of bringing that awareness that there are autistic adults. And yes, we are here. Um, it's always frustrating. I've talked about it on many occasions. The, the majority of your life, you're going to be an adult. So 
Exactly, exactly. And and so much of our support systems are in the in the children and there's very little that is for adults. Now you're part of the you created the, the walking aut- autism project and you'll you know you'll talk about that in a little bit, but one interesting aspect of the project um, that I guess makes it unique to um, Kenya is that um, there are camels involved, which certainly, yeah. being here in the United States, uh, that's probably going to be a, a more difficult thing to to occur. It's probably uh, unlikely to find too many camels. So what's, yeah. what's the purpose of the camels in relation to the Walking Autism Project? Yeah, definitely. When I mention camels, people's eyelids, people's eyebrows do tend to what? <laughs> um, so camels, um, because my project is primarily um, aimed at the catered more to the rural, impoverished uh, population, which that is where the support is um, most needed. I mean, of course, it's needed um, everywhere, but within the for a more rural um, community, uh, this is where the most help is needed. So the camels, is, it enables me to reach places that you wouldn't necessarily um, be able to get to in the car. And um, because it's, um, because I'll be catering this more to the yeah rural, impoverished uh, population. So the camels um, make it, gives it easier access to certain places. And even during the walks, when I do the walks, uh, when I'm walking, um, I'll often have people come up to me and hear about the project and what I'm doing and why. And they will, you know, I have people approach me on the road and say, can you help me, you know? Um, I have to help. Um, I need assistance. Can you help me? So. That brings another aspect to the reaching many more people with the camels. And, and I enjoy camels. <laughs> I, love, I love walking and camels. And yeah, it's a nice aspect to it. So the camels help you um, through with the Walking Autism Project to reach um, rural and impoverished areas to kind of promote autism awareness and acceptance? Exactly, exactly, and reach more people, get to assist more people, and it, it brings another, more community effect, I feel, I feel, you know, if I was in the car, it would be quite different, because then you're missing quite a number of people who could benefit uh, from, from help. As part of the Walking Autism Project, you've walked um, in one week, I think I read, up to 150 kilometers and up to 450 kilometers in one month and visited over 100 communities in which you've held uh, workshops. What are are some key points you try to get across during these workshops? So during the workshop, so I have um, my partners in the project. And they join me once a month for, for the workshops. Um, this previous walk, it was uh, once a week because it was only one month. Um, and they they come and do the workshops with me and we talk about support systems, what, what, we, what individuals can do, how we can 
help our loved ones. Um, little tips and tricks, and 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 what I do is I bring the person, you know, the personal aspect, which is actually living with autism. And I speak about because what you find is normally professionals and they talk about autism. Um, I speak from the personal viewpoint and why we need acceptance, why we need awareness, why we need to be included in society. And now, walking up, walking 150 kilometers in a week or 450 kilometers in a month is quite a, a bit of walking. Um, you know, I know movement for me in my adult life has been so beneficial. So I was wondering, what is the benefits you've seen for yourself in, um, you know, in these walks? Oh, it's fantastic. I mean, walking has always been my therapy, my meditation. So as I'm walking, it's giving me the much-needed um, meditation, especially when I'm... I am sharing so much on this project, and I am sharing um, vulnerable uh, parts of myself, which um, I haven't really opened up about my autistic story so much before. So by doing this, um, the walking gives me a chance to relax and to kind of regroup back to myself, and, and, and of course, gives me time to think on how I can improve the next talk, or what did I miss on the last talk, and how, how I can improve the next one. But yeah, it's fantastic. Um, it's very healing, therapeutic, um, not, um, and of course the exercise, you know, <laughs> it's, it gives me the needed exercise I need. I love it. <laughs> an, an important aspect of autism stories, maybe some would call it the mission of of this podcast is showing that autistic people are the true experts, not just of their lives, but also the autistic experience. So wondering when you've presented your workshops, what has been the response to you specifically as an, an autistic advocate? Um, it's mixed. It's mixed because like I said, um, there are very, there's not much awareness regarding autistic adults here. Uh, stigma and discrimination is still quite quite uh, prevalent. Um, so it's finding the courage to be open to be open and to talk about it. Um, and I know personally, for me, it took a long time to actually get to the point where I was comfortable talking about it because I have the I have experienced all the discrimination. And the teasing and bullying and that. So, so yeah. I mean, when I share my story, really, people do um, gain lots from it because I'm like I'm talking about um, things I've experienced and um, the hardships and why why I decided to do this. And hopefully, with my doing this, you know, more people will be able to open up and yeah so the spirit the um mi mixed reaction some people don't quite <laughs> fully understand um that also makes a spectrum so 
probably most people will be more used to um, classical or something like it called it that. Um, so, um, so by me uh, speaking out, um, yeah, it's a lot of mixed reactions. Some people don't really quite believe it, but some people are very, very thankful, and they they told me so, and and they've they've um, they get a lot of um, information for their children uh, and young adults. I know you're planning uh, the next Walking Autism Project, which sounds like your most impressive project to date as it's supposed to last five months. What is the goal with this project? So this walk that I'm planning um, is five months and 2,000 kilometers, which sounds crazy, I know. <laughs> um, so it's from the central, central Kenya to the south. And I will be giving five workshops, one a month, and my partners will join me in that. And the the goal of this this next walk is exactly the same as the other ones to bring awareness, to bring acceptance, to to um, give a voice to autism, and and give a a presence. Um, yeah, it's exactly the same as to go with the other work, but of course this one's much longer and much more intense. Um, so yeah, um, the logistics of, of trying to get this whole thing going has been quite quite hard. Um, and um, right now I'm looking for sponsorship, which is not the easiest thing in the world. But I'm hoping that this will work. Um, the last two walks did were very successful. Uh, we got to meet a lot of people, um, a lot of interactions, a lot of support. So, yeah, my my goal is this walk to have the same effect. It it sounds like a, a great project, and you were talking, um, you were just talking briefly about uh, support. Uh, is there much community support or sponsorship? at this time for the project? Um, yeah. As, as you know, this time is very difficult for everyone. Um, I have had, um, you know, individual uh, contributions, which is wonderful. Um, I'm not looking at corporates, mainly, mainly big corporates, like a large chunk. Um, but, of course, with the individual uh, donations are very thankful to that. There is, there is community support. Uh, people are, um, especially in the autism world here, they are they're aware of me and what I'm doing. And so there's that support for sure. Now, if, if the listeners of Autism Stories um, wanted to do donate money to uh, support what you're doing um, and to help ensure that this this project happens, how can they go about doing that? Yeah, um, so I have a GoFundMe page, uh, which I set up as Sponsor Economometer, and the address is bit.ly slash abbywalks. And, and we will share that in the... 
Thank you. I really appreciate it. I think I think the more people that um, can contribute, um, of course, the more wide reach I can get, and the more closer we grow as a autistic global community. Well, Abby, I I really appreciated uh, your time. Um, thanks for figuring out the time zone difference for the two of us. And uh, I really enjoyed the conversation. Me too. Thank you so much, Doug. Thank you very much for having me on your podcast. Thanks to everyone for listening, and thanks so much to Abby for the conversation. To learn more about Abby and the Walking Autism Project, check out the link in the podcast description of this episode. You can also find a link to book a free call to learn how Autism Personal Coach can help you reduce your daily overwhelm and get the things you need and want in your lives. So book a call with me today. If you'd like to be notified about each week's episode of Autism Stories, we suggest you subscribe on your favorite podcast listening platform. We would also appreciate it if you could give us a positive rating and review as it will help others to learn about autism stories. On next week's episode of Autism Stories, we will talk with Eveline Welton about stereotypes that just aren't true about those on the spectrum. Talk to you then.